0: Welcome back to Sunday Night Novi. Novi, as always Sunday Night Show is brought to you with conjunction with the Weiss Entertainment Network. It will be six thirteen on your dial. Tune in on the podcast. It's on. It's on Spotify, iTunes, um, Google, uh, Amazon Music, Google, Google Podcast. Uh, whichever whichever one you can, whichever one you can come up with, it, it's it's out there. Uh, I, I noticed that. Or you could just go to jewishpodcast.fm slash Rabbi Elisha Weiss and you can get uh, all the Pesherim as well as tonight's, as well as the nightly halacha that we do on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights. Okay. Um, the subject of the series: is prophetic vision in the 21st century, the message of Navim Rishonim, the story of the book of Shoftim. This series will focus on how Shmuel HaNovi the author of the book of sent us many messages of our times. This series will be dedicated in memory. It is dedicated in memory of Haravi Rachmiel Ben Aaron Mayer, uh, Moshe's father, um, and uh, uh, and I want want also that we should say tonight: Pesachus Rofuch Shleima, Bas Panina Yochaved Al Ben Chavaleya, and um, and um, Mendel Ben Chaya. Uh, they should have a rufu and in the zechus of our learning. Okay, uh, we discussed last week at the end. Um, we mentioned the we mentioned the medrash that certain people made extreme statements, and a kaddish baruch Hu covered them up. Um, but Yiftach, a kaddish made them pay the price. So. So I wanted I wanted to just re I, I, I wanted to just share with you a little bit about the concept of haforest the Darm. So so just uh, those uh, to review from last week um Yiftach said before he went to the war with Amon that whatever comes out of the door, if I if I am victorious and I return in peace, right, sounds like Yaakov Avinu in Parshas Vayetzeh, if he says, uh, you know, so Yaakov Avinu had a very rational uh, approach to, to his deals with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. He said to a Kodesh Baruch Hu that if you protect me along my journey and you bring me back home to the... To the to the house of my father in peace. I'll give ten percent of every. I'll I'll dedicate or donate ten percent of all my possessions to uh, to our kaddish Barucho. Uh, So as we know as we know that that means you could be Mokdash it to the base of migdash. You could give the value of it to the base of migdash. Uh, you could give a you could give it korbanos whatever whatever the manifestation uh, of it is. That's certainly uh, a a good method to accomplish that goal. Uh, so when Yaakov Avinu said it was quite uh, it was quite okay, Yiftach said, "Whatever comes out of the, out of the house, that will be get, that will be dedicated to Hashem." And we know that when Earth, he came back Earth. from the war, uh, it was his daughter. Uh, we're in um, Perik Yud Aleph, pusik Lamed Hay It's on page one ninety in the art scroll. Um, it sa- it says um, that she came out. She said to just follow through. So that's what we were up to. So the question we discussed. So so we meant, we mentioned that that he should have gone and, and been and been matir neder with Pinchas, and, and we we discussed the <laughs> problem was. That, that he didn 't want to go to Pinchas, because he said he said you know i'm i 'm the leader i 'm like the king, and Pinchas should come to me and then Pinchas said oh, i 'm the god and, and i 'm the novi, he should come to me so so we had so, so that was a problematic uh, approach, um, obviously on both ends and and it 's also an indication of the challenging times that, that, that this, the period of the Shoptim was. It's interesting, I was reading a comment that that uh, before, that most of the period of the Shoptim was okay. I, after what we learned, it's really hard to understand it. Yes, I understand if we add up those years in between and we come up with a lot of good years, that's true. But 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 these stories burn in in, in the soul of, of our people. And I, and I think that and I, as I mentioned many times, that's why Shmuel uh, writes these stories. To, to use it as a way out of this uh, back and forth generation, um, so let, let, let's. So I wanted to read you the Sefer Achinoch on Parshas Matos. Um, it's the mitzvah of Hafaras the right? So, so Hafaras is an offshoot of the mitzvah of hataras the There's two. There's two things. Person makes a neder to do certain things. So the Gemara says in in nidaram, that that if a person uh, made a neder and and he couldn't keep the neder, so he, he can go he can go to a chacham uh, or or based in a three, and it could be matir neder. What happens when that takes place? What is the what is the process? So the dayanim say to him, if you would have understood the consequences of your action, would you have made a neder? and and if he says no i didn't really understand what i was getting myself into so then there would be uh they would be matter. so the, now there is a there's one more um, i, I want to say a subscript of that halacha, that if a woman if a wife makes an edder that that, ch, that that's a challenge to the marriage or a or a daughter makes an edder up to the age of, of 12 and 6 months um, the father has the right, or the husband has the right, to do haforas nedorim to go and nullify the neder on the day that he hears about it. The Koz reading from the Sefer Achina, Mitzvah uh, uh, Tovvav, uh, that, that would be four hundred six. The Mitzvah Zov is Elishona. The Ena Indian shenischaye lahafir alkopan. So again, this is referring to the husband in this case we're not saying that the husband hears a wife make a an nether and that he should just nullify it. He says the idea is that a chacham is mattier than he says it's not as a mitzvah to do a taras nadaram, it's not necessarily a mitzvah to do um ataras It's the idea that there is an option. He says the main idea is that a person lo Yachel Devaro. Yachel is from the word Hulin right? chulin means mundane, but it also means profane, that a person, Sefer the, the Achinuch writes that the idea of the mitzvah is that a person has to be sensitive to the words that come out of his mouth. And a person shouldn't just spit out things that are going to have are going to have negative consequences. So a person shouldn't shouldn't say, uh, you know, case, you know, a person has to think about, you know, what right? Think before you speak. Like what 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 am I really getting my, myself into? Uh, uh, if a person is going to say, uh, you know, take on himself, well, I'm going to learn. I uh, uh, say a person says, I'm going to learn a thousand lot for the year. So, those of us who do dafi only do 365. So, so, uh, so a thousand is quite a jump from that. So, you know, a person has to, has to say, is that a realistic, uh, uh you know, thing that I'm going to take upon myself? Person says he's going to give a certain amount of sadhaka, but it's above the budget of, of what he earns each month. So, a person has to. Person has to question himself and say, "Is that it, so?" Lo yachel debaro. You're, you're right, Arnie. Is that? Is that the words in our mouth shouldn't be cheap. We, we can't we can't make the words cheap. But if we make a mistake, there is a way out. And and sadly, the way out here wasn't an actualized. And and again, this to me is just another um, um, another knock at the generation. Where, where someone didn't take into account uh, the life uh, of a young girl who who suffered because because her father um, o- opened his mouth in a way that he should not have and felt obligated so let's let's just re- uh, review that story and then we're going to go on. I want to finish up with gift talk today, uh, which is into paraked base and then uh, uh, then we can maybe start Manoach next week, which is uh beginnings Shimsha. I'll start with Lamed Dalel. Lamed Dalid. Again, it's on page one ninety in the art school. It's Perkid Yidaleh Pasuk Vayavo Yiftach Hamitzvah El Beso. Yifta came uh, to, to his to his house. Vineh Bito Yotseis likroso B'Sulpim Kolos. Um, and his daughter came out to greet him with, with, with musical instruments. Veraqi and, and she was his, her, his only um, pure child so when he saw her <laughs> he, he tore his clothes now, this, this realized right away that by her coming out of the house that, that, that that's a bad sign that 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 he's stuck in this um, problem of his nether and he said and, and he said to he said to her, "My daughter, you have brought me to my niece uh the and and you have joined those who trouble me so so we mentioned last week lo who said yes he could he says he could he couldn't take it back yes he could he could, he could have gone to the to pin he could have gone to the godul door and, and and he could have taken it back um, and but he didn't. But I told Mary love, so she said, uh, "I, I now, now, now there are two issues here uh, that, that that bother me. Number one, him. Number two, her. Um, the I, I mentioned uh, briefly last week the Radak. Uh, there is the, the there is a concept out there that Shmuel HaNovi is in, was 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 made a nosir by his mother. The Radak and and Hashem will get to it. The Radak says that that's ridiculous." He says that that what right does Hana have to make Shmuel Anobi and Oziy for his whole life? Well, we'll see in the story of Shimshon that it came from Shemayim. It was a it was a heavenly uh, from a kosh Yisrael. But okay, that's different. But Shmuel not. Ridiculous! Radak does not like the idea. Radak does not sign on to the idea. So, so the truth is, he made an ad that, that 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 she should be hectic. We have we have we have we have a halacha in the Gemara. Ainadamakdish davar shalom that a person doesn't have the right to be makdish something that doesn't belong to him. I can't be makdish your animal and say, oh, your animal has to go to the base of does. Really? No, I'm not allowed to do that. So how so how is it? So number one. So, number one, the problem is that, that, that it's ridiculous to think that he, that he was Makdishar and that she had a fall into place, that his Nadarim are not her problem. That, that's number one. And the second thing we said is that he, that he didn't see that he had a way out of it. Uh, and, and so it says, She was willing, for who Sirev Yodomimenosh Says that he separated from her uh, for two months um, and, and and to figure out you know what was what was going to happen. So when what happened? Um, it says uh, he said to her father, "Let it be done. Let me be for two months. Right? Don't do anything." The Elcha and I will go, the Aradati Al Heharim, and I will go to the mountains, the Efkel Bisulai, and I will I will wail upon uh, over my virginity, meaning meaning she said, Anochi uh, Vereosi and and my friends. What does that mean? She wrote Soloma, Al Shalo Tina Se Li Ish Interesting <laughs> comment. Ms. David says she recognized that as a consequence of the neder that Yiftach had made upon her, yeah. <laughs> she could never marry, and and because she can never because she can never marry, um, um, so she she recognized that she she cried over that. Um, the them sometimes tears helps a little bit uh, you deal with, with with a situation and we say that you know let's this truth this in psychology we say that it's true when a person holds things in so they, we say they're going to explode but if a person of a person lets you know lets out their emotions sometimes. Sometimes that's very healthy. Uh, and so when it says that she says she's going to cry, so it means that she was accepting and she understood that she couldn't hold it in. She had to uh, let let it out. I better watch what I say. I have a psychologist on here tonight, so uh, that I make sure I'm saying the right thing. But anyway, uh, the uh, so that idea that she cried. So Mitsudat David says Ki mo Katsar. Crying helps, uh, you know, push away her anguish. Now, now, so it says, "Va'yomer, Va'yomer lechi, Va'yishlak osa shnei chadashim." So he told her to <laughs> go away, um, meaning, "Natan la'rushos la'leches l'navsha." He get, he allowed her to to uh, go away for two months. "Vatelechi v'reu seha." So she went along with her friends. Um, um, that she went with with, with her friends. al 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 and it says they cried over the fact that she was going to remain a, a Basula um, all all of her days. So again, again very, very very hard story to to swallow. Um, and then the pasuk says. Himi Kate's shnei Chadashim, and it came at at the end of it came at 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 the end of of two months, um, at the end of two months, uh, what happened? Vatasha uh, belaviva she returned to her father. Vayasla S. nidro asher he did to her what what the neder is. Uh, so Mesudat David said he Adam. He separated her from people. biduda uh, to 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 stay by herself. Echol Badad. Badad means uh, in um, in desolation, in in seclusion. Um, we we say on Tisha b'a, we ask uh, Yirmiyahu Anavi, ask the question. Echol Badad how can the city that was so filled with people now sit in desolation and destruction? In his description of Yerushalayim after the Khorban. Uh, was anyway, Osekis Bavoda So Misudat David says, it, although she was in conclusion, but she nonetheless she was uh she was spending her time being spiritual. zechonam Amru and the the uh, Chazal in the Gemara say Tanis Dafdalit. She da lahakriv ola as kol ayotse bchein asa nidro. Now, now, there is a view that says that that it really didn't refer to her. It 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 referred to to giving a korban, and and he gave a he gave a korban. Second. right uh, I mean, is, i'm sorry there is a there is an opinion that he actually he actually was Makrifah uh, that that which is hard to understand and it says the problem is the rest of the pustek doesn't match with that it says chok mm-hmm. and it says she didn't know a man hard to understand what the gemara is, is saying because the Gemara seems to imply that he over the at one second. Because it's uh, worthwhile to look at the Gemara inside to understand what the Radak is saying. One second. I'm just going to pause the record for one second. Okay. I want to. Okay, so okay, here, listen to the Gemara. Gemara says like this: Yiftach Hagiladi made an improper um, promise. This is Gemara in Tanis and Daftal. Dal. a Afilo Davar Tumis. This is uh, the Medrash echoed What what if a something tuming? What if an unkosher animal walked out of his house? How can he How can he say whatever comes there? He shivu Says the Kaddish responded in an improper manner. Nizdam the bito. So his daughter uh, was sent his way. behind the Israel hatsari And that's the meaning of the pasuk of Is there a bomb in Gilad? Im sham. Is there no physician there? Hashem censures Yiftach for failing to have his vow annulled by the by the physician, the Navi, uh pingas who was in. And, and it says in, in, uh, in reference to the act of sacrificing one's children, which I have not commanded, nor spoken, nor have entered my mind. The threefold in, in, in expression is interpreted as referring uh, to the three historical instances. zeb that refers to the son of Mesha Melch Moab, Shanamar, Vayikach esbeno, Ashe yimloch takhta Vayaleo ola. And Mesha took his firstborn, who was to rule in his place, and offered him as a burnt offering. Velo no nor spoken, Zeh Yiftah. This refers to Yiftach's daughter. Right? Of Lo Salibis, Libi Abraham of course that's by the Akeda. Anyway, the Gemara implies that maybe he did sacrifice her. Except it doesn't. Except it does not match the rest of the Pesukim, uh, where it says that the, the, the thrust of the Pesukim is that that she was she had to live a life of seclusion. She wasn't allowed to marry. She almost was like uh, uh, I hate to use the term almost like a monk. Um, um the 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 rest of her life. Uh, but she and, and she was Perusha Mais. And but Batihikok um now Miyamim Yamima Te benos Binos Israel Lisanos uh Lebas Yiftaha Giladi Abbasana. For whatever reason, um uh, after she was put into seclusion, that's why they that's why to say that that he sacrificed her doesn't doesn't make sense. Um, um it is is It says that the girls came and they visited her uh, for uh, four days four days a year. So what, what does that mean? So Rashi says, What does it mean there was a law? They made a law. Oh, it's interesting. Rashi says that they made a, a law that you could never do something like this again. Like, although she suffered, but they made sure this never happened again ate cause had he gone to pinlass o oh, who but so, or Pinlass would have come to him nidra Rashi says this whole situation could have been averted if people would have been just humble. he said both of them stood on their laurels. And, and and they got punished. Pinchas, the stalcha shchinos says Pinchas lost his ruach hakodesh. She never yam Hashem that Hashem was once with him. And in the end, Hashem's presence was not with him, meaning he lost his ruach hakodesh. The yiftach who kav shchin v'nipol Abraham. was punished that he 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 suffered bodily bodily affliction. Came came upon him. So so, in recognition of this terrible story, um, they made a law that this can never happen um, again. Now, the the simple meaning of Atih was that they made a rule that people could visit her. This idea that they can visit her was made into uh, a law. They 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 said that that you could. You know that she could be with the it was a mitzvah to visit her that they went they went to to make her to cheer her up to make her feel good uh, so for at least a couple of days uh, for four days a year i 'm not sure why they came up with four days a year but 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 that's what, what happened anyway th- this kind of concludes another uh terrible story in the book of of say for a story that that's hard to understand hard hard to hard to you know approach and and from our perspective that how could how could we let this happen like like any one of us would have run to to in with or yeah. Or right yeah it's terrible um you know we we would have been we would have been whatsapping the 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 rub that we that we contact the what you know what what did we do what happened that's a good thing by the way um and we went We went to what? So it's interesting that Rashi brings down this idea that they didn't allow this to ever happen again. That, that when it says means that, that that's it. This can never happen again. We cannot allow this to ever, ever happen again. Um, anyway, so whatever happened to her wasn't, the end was not good. Either she was, the, the pastest was she was in, she, she remained in seclusion the rest of her life. And I, I don't need to tell you uh, what that does to people. Um, you know, over the last several months, you know, we're hearing, uh, you know, all kinds of, um, you know, stories of people that are alone, people that have to say they're alone. Um, on Rosh Hashanah, I told an amazing story that Rabbi Krohn told me. And when I say Rabbi Krohn told me, I actually called him on the phone and asked them for a story. Um, so R- Rabbi Krohn told me the story of a uh, of a woman in Lakewood. I forget her name. Uh, anyway so she so she she, she was in seclusion because she, she couldn't go to our children for y and, her, and her, she was an, she she's an almona. and anyway, so she mm-hmm. lived next door to to from people, so they figured out you know even the the basic mm-hmm. of the story is a great story. They figured out that that her dining room window and and their uh living room window. Match up each other. Yeah. So so they said to her, they, they, they knocked on her door. They called her on the phone and they said, listen, you know, we know you were alone for the Seder. And, and uh, you know, so so we have an idea. You know, we'll move into the front room and you'll be in that room. We'll open our windows. So at least you'll feel like you're at our Seder. You won't be having the Seder by yourself. So that's an amazing story just right there. But the story gets a lot better. Anyway, So, so her son calls her up after... You know, after the first days of Pesach, and says to her, and says to her, you don't know how how it go. So, so, so she said, "Great." So he got a little insulted. while you weren't with us? And it was great. And anyway, so, so, so she tell, so she tells the story. She says and you know, I didn't know, I didn't know that our neighbors uh, had and Minhogim, that they they had Minhogim like German Jews. They Nagunim the that they sang were and Nagunim. So, so the son starts to laugh. So he says, he says they're not Yakis, and they don't have yekkes He says, what happened was when they realized that you were going to be alone and, and also that you're an almana and you, you know you're not you know it might have been the first year that the husband had died. So they called me up and they asked me if I could record all the Nagunim that that, that 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 Abba used to sing at the seder. And and he and he record they recorded all the nigunim and and they and they sent it and the family learned the nigunim and the family Dafka sang those nigunam so that so that the woman next door should feel should feel comfortable, should feel at home, should feel like she's at at a Seder. That is the high point of our people. This is the Mika Am that's the lesson. That's the that's a story of a lesson that we have to learn about caring about other people. When we see a person alone, uh, you know, we we shouldn't let it happen if we could avoid it. Listen, obviously, you know, under under these conditions, we can't always visit people and whatever it is. But you make a phone call, you call them up, you send them an email, you send them a message. You know, th- th- these are these are things. Uh, Yiftak blew it and Pinchas blew it. Uh, they let they let a girl suffer. Because, because they couldn't uh, get off their laurels, they couldn't get off their pedestal. And Rashi brings down that it's that uh, Rashi true. brings down that, that it was it's a true. hulk. It's never going to happen again. We're not going to let that. We, we can't let this happen again. And I think that's why Shmuel tells the, the story. But any story in Nath is there that you have to be able to take a lesson nowadays. Right. Absolutely. And and and, and this and this story is is a clear is a clear lesson. To us, okay. That's not the whole Yiftach story. Okay, now we're going to get to the another bad story. <laughs> this book is this book is a nightmare. Anyway, Vayitzaeik was the perfect base. Oh, we have we have time. Okay, Vayitzaeik is Ephraim. So listen us this story. It's it's a, we had this story a similar story earlier with Gidon. Um, it says Vayitzaeik is Shephraim. It says Ephraim. Gathered um, around, uh, they gathered in Vayavot and they came, they crossed to the north. I think they crossed the Yarding. They said to Yifta, Why did you pass by and fight with Amon? Gidon had the same issue, uh, and you didn't ask us to join you. Gidon also had a, that issue. Uh, well, Beschah, this is what they said. Because you didn't do that, Bescha Nisrov, Allah Your house is gonna burn on fire. It says, uh, it says, David says, what, what was going on here? Say Isha it says the shaved came, Safona, El Makom Yiftah, no after where Yiftah was. And they said, We're gonna burn Nisrova. Ratzalomar but Sha'ata Bisha when you are there. The Aztisro gam and and we'll burn the house with you in it, right? Because you didn't. You, you get again. It, it's it's constant. It's constant kaiva in, in in this story. People are are constantly, um, you know, standing on instead of instead of looking at the real picture. It's all about you know what is in it for me. Right, right. Uh, If you look at the note, the lowered spiritual state of the nation is graphically illustrated by the tragic civil war precipitated by Ephraim's resentment against Giftaf. He had relied only on his own kinsmen to defeat Ammon, and now the tribe of Ephraim came en masse to protest that he had slighted them by not summoning them to battle. Although Ephraim was a brother tribe of Yiftach's Manasha, it felt superior because Yaakov had given Ephraim precedence over Manasha in the bracha. This week's parasha, I, didn't, I, I, I couldn't have planned it. Because God had named Ephraim, not Manasha, to head its three-tribe formation in the wilderness. The Ephraimites felt that by ignoring them, Yiftach had usurped their primacy that was legitimately theirs. The tribe of Ephraim had lodged a similar claim against Gidon, we, we, we saw this, when he had conquered Midjan without, without inviting Ephraim to join. With great modesty and tact, Gidon had mollified them, but Yiftak was a different sort of leader, and his confrontation led to a terrible, bloody tragedy. The vow that resulted in his daughter's misfortune was another factor in Ephraim's resentment. It caused the Ephraimites to lose respect for him. According to Ralbag and Abarbanel, the root of the tragedy was a clash of egos. So Yiftak was justifiably angry that Ephraim showed him no gratitude for risking his life to save the nation from Amon. Ephraim accused Yiftak of arrogance and not calling upon others to join the battle. So you have uh, egos, and, and we know that the worst possible thing in this universe is the battle of egos. Because, because there's, no, there's, no, there's no middle ground. Because you can't talk to people, and people are so... You know that's why Chazal say a taiva, That when 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 you have kaiva, when you have haughtiness and you have and you and you, and you have lust, and uh, it, it removes you from the world. Means means you lose, you lose full perspective. If it's always about me, then then you lose perspective, and you don't you don't see the other side. I I I, I am desperate to do A, B, and C. Oh, I don't care that it affects other people. As long as I get, uh, as long as I get it done, as long as I get credit, as long as my name is in the uh, uh, is in the newspaper, you know. Ephraim said, "What do you do to us? You know, you pushed us aside." Uh, I the fact that Yiftach defeated Amon, who was threatening to attack the Jewish people, that, that wasn't important. Uh, as long as because you didn't you didn't include us, and, and it's it's just you know this this idea is really is it's really challenging. Uh by what one day, a few chapters back? what did they asked and they didn't want to get involved? Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Good, good, good. Right, you're paying attention. Very good. He said to them, A man of great strife was I, and I am my people against the children of Amal. He said, Aniv Ami Ubnema, the I called upon you. You know, he said, said, what are you guys talking about? I I did ask you, and what did you say? No. So look at Metsudah David, he says, We fought many battles with Amon. And I called upon you to come and, and be my salvation. And, uh, and you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't listen to me. You didn't, you didn't come. So what did I do? So when I saw you didn't come, the I saw that you're useless. So you're not coming to my aid. I put my, my life in my hands. I went to attack. He says, You're coming to attack me? He said, Why are you coming to attack me? He goes, I asked for you. I, I I put it out there. I told you to come and join me. What did you do? You didn't come. Now now you now, now that it worked out well for you. Now 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 Hashem uh, gave Amon in my hands, and, and there's a lot of glory here. Then um, now, now you want credit, or now you're upset that you were not including. Uh, um, you should you should be aware that in 1967, uh, and the, and the Six Day War. So that that's that's the Jordan story. How, you know how how did Jordan lose everything? You, you know, you know, the nineteen sixty seven war could have happened without without us getting back the old city, without us getting back all of all of the territories, all of the Shomron. How if if Jordan would have just stayed out of the war, nothing would have happened to them. Okay. Now, that, does that mean that eventually it wouldn't have happened? Uh, again, we can't, we can't. I'm not the rabboni shalom, and, and 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 I can't go back and say that that would have happened uh, Well, you know. But, but what happened was that when, when, when Israel began the war against Egypt on June 5th, um, they, they sent messages, clear messages to King Hussein to stay out of the war. Now, truth be told, and this is, this is a little bit Siata Deshmaya, you know the history. Um, if King Hussein would have, would have known that Israel had knocked out the entire air force on that first morning, he probably would have stayed out of the war. But what happened was the Arabs believed their own propaganda. Because what, what was NASA broadcasting? NASA was broadcasting that he's bombing Tel Aviv and he's, and, and, you know, he crossed the, the Suez and, the, and they're in the, the cities and the, and the air force is bombing and they're destroying. Meanwhile, me, me, meanwhile after two days, you, 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 know, you know when NASA went to the UN? NASA went to the UN because, because there was nothing between Cairo and the Israeli army. Uh, he saw if Israel wanted, they could have toppled the whole government. It, it, it was uh, it was unbelievable. There was there was no they, Israel had completely eradicated the the, the Egyptian uh, military and defenses and. And all they all they could have just got on a car and gone to Cairo, and that's when he got scared. That's when he went to the UN, and so the UN should declare us, um, a, a ceasefire. So that that's the King Hussein story. That 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 when he heard that the, the Egyptians were bombing in Tel Aviv, which obviously wasn't true, he said, "Wait a second. They're gonna they're, they're gonna capture this land. They're gonna divide this land, and I'm gonna be left out." And, and Hussein said, oh, oh, "Oh no no no." no. So that's what he started bombing, and that was his that was his very big mistake, because then Israel went and uh, you know, wiped out the Jordanian forces um, at a great battle at Givat a uh, uh, French Ammunition Hill, um, on the outskirts of Jerusalem. Uh, you can go there today. There's a wonderful museum uh, which has a picture of all the soldiers that fell at that spot. But that was the main battle, and eventually, after that, they went to the old city to attack Jerusalem. But but that's that's, uh, that's a that's a similar story here in the novi where the where the Navi, where the novi says but where Yiftach says that you know you guys had your chance and you didn't come and, and now okay okay so so i i went on i went on my own it says and <laughs> Uh, I, when I saw, Mr. David explains that there were Yiftak said. To him, when I saw you weren't coming, so what was I supposed to do? So I gave up. I'm not, you know, you you know, how many times can you say do do do, and people don't do well. What are you supposed to do? Eventually, you, you give up. Just like someone holds something in his hands, he name bakal yipol. When you hold something in your hands, it could easily fall out of your hands. Yiftach said, so too. I, I put my life in my hands, meaning meaning that I, I endangered myself. He said, we could have easily been, been destroyed because we went with a small army. However, Hashem not Since Hashem made us victorious, Lama in came So why would you come, Ephraim, and attack us? Ki uh, says, that I'm a fascinating thing." He says, that, "Wait a second. He says, if we went with this large army and we defeated them and, and then you would have had a claim, you know, why did you ask us to come? He says, well, maybe your, your claim was good. But now the fact of the matter is that we went with a small army. I only took my, my people and I defeated Amon. And when I did that, when I did that, it was clear that it was Yad Hashem. So what's your time? How are you coming to me? It, obviously, ha- Hashem's hand is in the story. Hashem made us victorious. What is your argument uh, uh, against us you have no right to to argue so a civil war broke out very very staid, very very sad story um, that that um, they called them the uh, the refugees of ephraim gilad wrote to lomar the war broke out. Ephraim was very insulting of the people of Gilad. The people of Gilad were the ones who helped Yiftach in the war, and and they called them the Erech HaPechusim. Ephraim, you are the you are the smallest and the most uh, less important of the people of Ephraim. So they they, they went into this name name call they went into this they went into this um, n- name calling and and it was just uh, as rashi says <laughs> The, the the even the, the the least of Ephraim they were making fun of Gillah of Maham. Ma Atem Gilak Hashub and Bitalh Ephraim and Bitokh Manasha. What makes you guys support? You guys are nothing. So it it became a a war of, of names, of name calling, and of and and then they 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 broke out into war. that's Ephraim. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's another example of how a family fight is, is, is a is the worst kind of fight, right? It was two two sides of Ephraim fighting with each other. You know, World War One was a fight of cousins. They were all related. The Kaiser and the and the other guys they were they were all related to each other. They were all cousins. <laughs> so there's not you know nothing changes. So worst kind of fight. And not But so what happened was what happened was Gilad occupied the crossing of the Arden. And people, when people came and and they asked them if you are from Ephraim, and they said no. And they told them to pronounce the word shibolus, And they said Sibolas. That was apparently the people of Ephraim uh, uh, pronounced the shins as samachs, uh, or or, uh, they, they mispronounced the words. So if they heard somebody mispronounce the word, that was a sign that they were from Ephraim. So from this story, um, there was a a, a disaster, and um, over forty two thousand of Ephraim was defeated in this uh, terrible battle. Over nothing, over really really nothing, and 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 that's the the sad end of the Yiftach story. It says As Israel Says he was the shofate only for eight uh, six years. And it says he was buried in the city of Gilad. Uh, so it's, it's uh, I'm sorry. So Radak says that, when it says in the city of Gilad, it was drash. Um, it says that, that Yiftach had had a terrible case of boils. And his, his limbs would fall off. That was his punishment. And that was the punishment that he killed his daughter, or whatever it means killed, or it means he, he ruined her life. So the Radak says that when it says that Yiftah was was, put, it was buried in the city of Gila, it could mean that parts of him were buried um, in the city of Gilla. The simple meaning is, is, the, is one of the cities. Oh, Shahaku Asmo Savakau Baholi every year. But Sudat David also quotes that explanation that he, his parts were divided and buried in different cities. So Masuda David has a positive twist on it. He says, pieces of Gilad were a symbol of his victor, victory over Amma. But of course, as we know, um, that turns our stomach when we hear that a body is not buried whole. Okay, just uh, a couple more psukim, and then we're going we're gonna to begin next week uh, the coming of Shimshon. Ifsan mi baslaha. So Ifsan according to the Gemara was Boaz. So so in the middle of this story is when the story of Ruth took place. Uh, there's more to say on that maybe next week, but I just want to finish this. Vahilo shloshim banim, he had 30 sons, ushloshim banot, asilah akhutzah, u shloshim banot hevil banot min akhutz va es Israel shavashanem. He had 30 sons and he sent out 30 daughters he brought 30 daughters for, for his sons from without, meaning... He, 40 sons and thirty That's the next person. Where did you see 40? 30. That's the later person. You're, you're ahead of me. Uh, so we're not we're not told very much about these people. We're just told that they they were they were sheltered. We don't know their stories. We know very little about their stories. Also, it says that it says that Elon that he was buried in the city of Ayalon in Eretz Zvulon. and it says that. Again, we don't know much about what happened, but but that, that's what it was. Uh, now, Vaishpot Acharav es Yisrael Avdon ben Hillel hapir asoni, and this man Avdon ben ben Hillel hapir vahilo arba'im banim. He had forty sons. Ushloshim b'nei banim rochvim al shivim ayarim. It says that they rode on seventy colts. Vayishpot es Yisrael shmonim shana. What's the what's the symbol of rochvim al shvim ayarim? What what is that symbol? Tavra Hashiva suze. Um, that it's considered they were they were very uh of people, they were very important people. The Radak says, Hasiborazek Gamkang Lahodia Haslachato. This this story is to tell us his success. Shera'ah Banim Ubanot that he saw our sons and daughters, Ubine Banim Gidolim, and older kids, Anashim Rokhfimalaya and that were riding on colts, on horses. kolomar. May Ashram, because of his great wealth, we They didn't have to do any other work. And he was considered a judge. So again, we don't know what happened in his time. We know that he judged. It could be maybe it was a time of peace, and he was able to keep enemies out, and but but it speaks very favorably of them. Uh, last pusik vayamas abdo mahulla pistroni vay karep pirasomb erisafraim bahar maliki a lot of shoftim came from erfraim says he was buried uh, um in this in and erisafraim in the mountains that uh, i guess was near uh, so again, again, we have, we have, uh, we had this earlier in the Seyfair where the Novi just runs off a bunch of shoftim, doesn't tell us much about him, but the idea of the wealth of, of the last shofate of, of, of Avdol Mahila indicates success, indicates uh, uh, that he had success with his family, wealth, they didn't have to work. And it seems like there was also peace in the land for at least those eight years that they were the, they were the shofi. Okay. That's the uh, story of Yiftach. That's the story of this beret. Um what, we, what we're up to now is Shimshon. The coming, next week uh, next week is actually the Haftar of Hapashas Um it's the, it's the story of the birth of Shimshon. So we're going to begin right there with that story. I do want to say a little bit about Ifsan, uh, Boaz. I'm not going to go into the whole story of Rus, obviously, but maybe we'll just start with, with one idea about Ifsan, and, and then we'll go into the story of Manoah, and eventually uh, with Shimshon, we will be with Shimshon for a, quite a for quite a bunch of weeks because it spans most of the rest of the parochim of this Sefer. Okay, thank you for joining, uh, joining us tonight. Uh, hopefully in the learning, we'll, we'll, all the cholim will have Raful Shlema and the Neshama should have an Aliyah. Uh, have a good night. Uh, we'll see you, Mish Hashem, at this time next Sunday night, uh, right here live from the studios of Merkos Israel of Marine Park. Have a good night from all of us here at the Weiss Entertainment Network. Take care. Thank you,